I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome, transplaining. I just whacked the table as hard as anyone's ever <laughs> I heard whacked that. the table. Ow. Welcome, transplaining fans, to another episode of the podcast in which I come up with unconventional answers to big questions and small questions posed by special guests. I'm Jordan Gray, and usually what I do is I'll enlist the help of a co-host to guide the transplanation, and a special guest will come in. What I've got today is two very special co-host guests here at the exact same time, in the shape of the delightful... Strippers in the attic, Buffy and Heaven. So I thought I'd get uh, one of them to ask a big question, one to ask a small question. Buffy and Heaven, welcome to the podcast that you're in right now. Thank you. Hello. That's quite the welcome. I've, really never, I've never been welcomed so <laughs> welcomely. So welcomely. Isn't it annoying when you're in a podcast and you have to sit there while someone talks for ages, but you you know you're here and I know you're here and yeah. the listeners are like, I know they're there, I can hear them. But just say <laughs> but something. It, does it sound like we just like burst through the door? We're just like, <laughs> hey! We'll put something in post. We'll put like a Superman cut house down. In I would post. like that. That's really cool. You just dropped in from the ceiling. Just yeah, I, really thank cool. you. Uh, it's one of my skills. Uh, into the splits, naked, obviously. How uh, would you? Yeah, what's what? Perhaps would be your unusual way of entering a building if there were no limitations. Entrance. Oh, sliding down a pole that weren't there when people arrived would be quite. See, that's oh, not like, unusual what, for yeah, us. No, that's, that's, not, that's not, kind of kind of our normal entrance. To <laughs> yeah, be honest, exactly. <laughs> context is everything. I mean. When I was a kid, there was a terrible show and I can't remember what it was called, but the premise of it was is that you could, she was like from an alien planet and she could freeze time and it was like on Nickelodeon or something oh. and I can't remember the name of it. Was it The Adventures of Alex Mack? Yes. Oh my God. And I was obsessed with <laughs> That's it. That's so cool. So I was like, I want to do that. But then as an adult, I've not become any less kind of obsessed with the concept of that. So I like yeah. the idea that I could freeze time. And then kind of come in and do whatever I want. Yeah. And so if I hated people, I would think about like terrible things that I could do to them. And then they'd just like come to me and be like, oh, my God, I'm, <laughs> I have no hair. My tits are out. <laughs> but if there was like good things, then, you know, you could just like, I don't know, I could be on a table. I could like look really fancy. And then like, ta-da, I'm here. And nobody knew that it was going to happen. That's so nice. It's nice that your instinct would be to use your superpowers for altruistic means to make people feel slightly better. Unless you didn't like them. What about you? Indeed. Devin? Well, how would I enter? How would you enter? I would do the old Wallace and Gromit, straight out of bed, you know, and they just step you forward. Because that's pretty much how I turn up to absolutely anything. You were going to turn up like that today. I was going to turn up in my pyjamas. And then uh, Buffy was like, oh, wear your wanker hat and like your heaven jacket. I was like, oh, I was going to wear my pyjamas. (laughs) Well, this being an audio medium, we do have these cameras. And as you'll notice, if this is the bit that you're seeing in video, uh, our lovely guests are blurred out. But you are wearing identical wanker hats. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned about these things just now that they're wanker hats I just thought they were cool gangster hats I found out that they're for wankers well yeah we I mean we nickname them that yeah in a loving way because I do actually wear them in all seriousness but maybe I am a wanker 
<laughs> Let's give some context uh, to the situation. You two are, of course, the hosts of Strippers in the Attic, having worked in clubs from East End to Vegas. Uh, you have provided people with a behind-the-scenes look at the industry of stripping. Is that correct? Would you say that? That's correct. like encompassing because yeah. that's a big industry. It is. Incorporating aspects, good and bad, as you recount your own extraordinary personal experiences. What I know about the two of you is that, uh, as a fan of the podcast and you as people, is that most people might assume... Like how, right, civilians would probably assume that two strippers would have a very specific type of conversation, just how men would assume that women have all the same specific conversation. Indeed. Right. What you two talk about more than anything else in the world is food. <laughs> <laughs> food and poo. Yeah, <laughs> weirdly. Going in with food and they're coming out of food. It gets quite scatological at <laughs> point. Well, we've yeah. had a lot of like traumatizing experiences with, with poo with and food. <laughs> And they tend to follow. Well, yeah, one follows the other. Yeah. Hopefully, it stays in that order. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I would say that we are we're we're quite food based people. Yeah, it's, um, it's called a food podcast. Really. Yeah, there's some stripping, but like, but really, we'll tell you the best restaurants to eat. Uh, Food's the best thing about life. To it is. The only it, way to celebrate is with food. It, I absolutely agree. I've got like a box of food down there. <laughs> like keep just giving it a little side glance. Like you're still there. You're still there. I'm coming for you. <laughs> you just wait. Well, we. I mean, we've had a week of food. We went out with oh, a, one of our clients yeah. the other day and had a seven course tasting menu. I'm still suffering. Yeah, to be honest, she was actually yeah. crying on the cab on the way home. <laughs> She had to hold her trousers out so that she could breathe. <laughs> I decided to wear like, you know, that sucky in shapewear sure. along yeah, with yeah. like tights, along with really tight, high waisted pants. And so I was trying to manoeuvre in the back of the cab to pull them down. It looked like I was potentially going to wee on his seat. <laughs> or so I felt a little bit like, oh, I don't want him to just have a little look in the mirror and think, is she? going for a wee on my seat I wasn't I was just pulling them down but <laughs> solo pulling down trousers in the back of a cab is quite <laughs> yeah. yeah there's very few reasons to ever pull your trousers down in the back of a cab on your own um, what would be perhaps the best and worst foods to eat before a stripping I don't know why chickpeas chickpeas say, no really? we both agree on that that's yeah. good or bad bad, bad. why is that bad oh, why would it be good because <laughs> <laughs> they're delicious chickpeas they're legumes also <laughs> <laughs> it's not good and we're also we're very intolerant to chickpeas um, legumes create a lot of gas bad the, uh, gas. Oh, good, right okay yeah and if you're like in a private dance you just there's nowhere to go you can escape right? I, and I he suppose. knows that it wasn't him so <laughs> this is the problem <laughs> yeah so chickpeas is a big no it sounds like a joke answer because of course it contains the word Chick. It chick, yeah. You know I mean, it does. It's, uh, not, yeah, as it's not a joke. Sexy, no, as you would it's say. not a joke. It's very serious. <laughs> when we have chickpeas, I think we ended funny. up having to leave work early we once did. in Vegas because we'd both eaten this chickpea stew and it was fucking delicious. You so we went back eating. for like birds. I know, I wouldn't stop. But we did have to leave early. Yeah, but even when we left work early, the next guess. day I was like, all right, I'm done with the chickpeas. And then I found her like a little feral animal sort of like still eating out the chickpeas. She's like, but I'm not wasting it. It's too They're good. so good. They're so good. It's just, it's an occupational hazard, of course. So good and do. bad would be a chickpea. Uh, good? I don't know. Like anything. We'll, we'll just eat anything. I would say nothing. I like to go to work hungry. <laughs> For money. For yeah. money, yeah. Just eat that money. <laughs> Those greens. You've got to get the greens. <laughs> um, it'd be really nice to discuss very briefly how we met, which was on your podcast. What it we've done now is this is a cross pollinization yes, exercise. And it was at the Edinburgh Fringe, which so was it your first season of the Strippers podcast recording or the second? That was the second, second yeah. season recording. We just wrapped up the third. That's so cool. Going from strength to strength. We are. 
you come to see my show. That was really nice. Thanks for coming I've to see my show. I've seen your show twice. It You've was amazing. It twice. And I would see it two more times yeah. and maybe more than that. Because there's little bits that you miss. And especially if you're a bit slow with jokes like me. Like, it took me a while to get a few of them. So second time round, I was like, yeah, this is great. That's very nice. Thank you. It was you. amazing. Yeah. It's, you're really sweet. And it's been a joy to getting to know you. I'd like to get you to know you a bit better through the medium of this podcast. Okay. Well, I think it'd be a good idea because you know what happens on this podcast is we ask a big question and a small yes. question is perhaps stripping probably right up there, but what areas of expertise would you say that you have together and individually that may be helpful to answering each other's questions and our audience questions? Anything at all? Oh, I mean, I read a lot. You read a lot of books. I read a lot of books cool. and the news and yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in the world. So I think that that is a skill to have through answering <clears throat> big and small questions. Very much so. Things that are happening. Yeah. I don't know anything that's happening. I just get I'm the them. opposite. I live under a rock. Right. So yeah. I know nothing that's going on. But I rely on my friends telling me. So what do you like, what, what's your skill about being under rocks? Like how I'm I'm so I'm at the moment preparing to live off grid. <laughs> wow. <laughs> not we're not gonna let that in go. In the far future. In the far future. Like I would say preparing. She's thinking about it. <laughs> that's still preparation. You can't deny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm preparing mentally. What what does that so, entail living off off grid? What's leave society essentially yeah. what's your f- what's the most appealing bit of of that process to you or you just leaving it'd be nice society to there's no you've not stopped any that is the appeal like, it's not people um but, but doing what you so do it's my current uh, area of expertise although i'm not yet an expert i'm still very much a novice because i'm still just thinking about it but <laughs> is is that for me to project would that be a case that you've you've seen the very best and the very worst of people quite up close doing what you both do and you've decided I don't like them <laughs> I mean yeah yeah I would guess so but I also just like the idea of living rurally she just so wants to be surrounded by chickens I just want to I be surrounded yeah, really by animals chickens <gasps> oh we like dogs as well we're quite <laughs> don't eat those in, in Pomeranians <laughs> yeah Okay. It's the most basic thing. Basically, she just wants to be surrounded by Pomeranians and chickens. That's the, <laughs> the deep need for ant uh-huh. society. Just animals. Just animals uh-huh. and food. When you first transition, I'm transgender in that, obviously. Yeah. It's in the name of the show. I like um, it. Thanks. It's all right. Um, <laughs> when you become a woman and you don't have all the, the the lifetime of experience building up to it, you, there is a bit of your brain goes, I wonder what woman I'm supposed to sort of be. I'm going to fill in the gaps until I actually figure it out. Mm-hmm. And you go, I wonder if I'm going to be the type of woman that has a chihuahua in a handbag, like those women, what I've seen. I thought, I'm not going to be that. Definitely am that. I can't <laughs> wait. I, I, I think about it more than anything. As soon as I leave here, every time I blink, you see me blink, my brain is going, I can't wait to have a chihuahua in a handbag. Chihuahua in a handbag. That's all my brain is thinking about. I can say we've ticked that box. We, have you got them? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've I got tiny dogs. I kind of debating bringing my yeah. palm Yours as well behaves. Right. He, he looks like a Pokemon. He's... he's Ticking all the boxes for but me. He, he Mine is actually called Eevee after a Pokemon. Yes, so yeah, they Pokemon. are like... <laughs> Listeners that may not be familiar with the Pokemon franchise, Eevee is great because what it can do is it can turn into whatever it wants. Mm-hmm. Eevee sends the message that you can be whatever you want to be just if you get near a very specific coloured pebble. <laughs> That's the point of it. Um, what's a Pomchi? Pomeranian Chihuahua cross. So it's basically like we've elevated our wanker hats into like the biggest lady wanker dog that you could have. <laughs> lady wanker dogs is a band I supported in college. Amazing. You don't have a dog under your hats, do you? It's a big surprise that you've come. They are quite furry at the moment. Yeah, they so, have yeah, our dog's hair be... on them. So. <laughs> it's the same thing. There is dog DNA here. Yeah, so, yeah. he's here. Okay, so I think we've got our areas of expertise. I'm feeling confident yeah. that can, people really? are going to get answers confident. about this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, geniuses uh, are at the table. Okay. This is the genius yeah. bar. It's okay, happening in, re- in real time. This is unusual for us because normally we'd bring somebody in to ask a big question, but you're both here because, of course, you you sell your show together, you, you host your show together. Who would like to ask the big question first? All right, first? so I'm going to ask the big question, Great. which is, 
do we all have a doppelganger in the world? And tagging on to that, if you could create your own clones, what would you do with them? That's an excellent question. That's brilliant. So now, given the nature of the podcast, what will happen is me and Heaven will attempt to answer Buffy's question. Oh, I've got to answer the big one. It's all good. <laughs> right. Why has that been on your mind? No one will have sex with me. I would have sex with myself. That is basically what I would do with all of my clones. Okay. You would have sex with yourself? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I totally I like. would just try it out because I'd want to know what it was like to fuck myself. But like, yeah. it wouldn't necessarily because I'm a good lay because I don't think I am quite lazy. But <laughs> you're a pillow, you're a pillow princess, <laughs> pillow princess. But then that, that's a hilarious predicament to find yourself in because which one of you is which gonna one be of lazy? us is going to do the <laughs> fucking work? Doing nothing. Neither. Yeah, <laughs> I make lie on top of effort. each other. Right. I'm, I'm a high achiever, so I feel like I would be great for myself. What I'm sensing is that you, if you cloned each other and had a little swap. You've sorted oh, two of you. Well, yeah, we you always do say the... that we are each other's uh, perfect, half. perfect part, yeah, partner. That's so yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. I am her, the boyfriend she always wanted. <laughs> and it will only take a cloning machine yeah. to re- realise that reality. God, With like a slight that. Yeah. change. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'm in. Well, I'd like to see which but the bits of myself can't normally see up close right that's a good thing isn't it yeah Yeah. you get a whole 360 view I mean like it's kind of (laughs) yeah (laughs) that would be cool but also just like it's kind of similar to the way you'd like to travel through time I'd just like to mess with people a tiny bit when I enter buildings absolutely (laughs) and like but that's also something I think about with the doppelgangers like when people say like everybody has one does that mean like it throughout time so you know like does that mean so maybe not in this yeah like 1706 somebody looked exactly like Buffy and you know had all the hereditary natures of that and that was my doppelganger and she's dead now so I never get to see her like maybe <laughs> there are some old like sort of <laughs> your eyes just feel, filled with fear and sadness <laughs> as you started telling that she's, story like she died a horrible <laughs> if you know what happened to her that's scary I, well, I think there's a thread you, out there on Reddit that's yeah. like old Victorian paintings right. and they're like people's doppelgangers so I think there's one of like Boris Johnson um, that's not, we don't need, yeah, Boris, no, it's we don't need scary. any more Boris Johnson with one <laughs> but find the thread the thread yeah. I remember reading it thinking that's pretty cool well see I think I saw a picture like a, a book with loads of pictures in it when I was a kid and one of the kids really looked like me and then oh. I like that kind of creeped oh, me out yeah. she was definitely dead because I think it was like about the Holocaust or something right, right. so uh, I'm Jewish by the way I'm not like making <laughs> I'm not Holocaust I know loads of family members who don't know, but, but it wasn't you you're here but you're I'm alive. here I'm alive I didn't, I didn't die coming. Holocaust thank <laughs> you um, but your doppelganger but my well doppelganger of. yeah she yeah. didn't make it through uh, but she really looked like me and then oh, that got me thinking so I thought about them a lot and then I did right. see something somewhere that said if you do meet your doppelganger or clone that you are supposed to kill them <laughs> what <laughs> what publications are you reading wait, wait. what it sounds like, I'm very clued up on the world, really. <laughs> no, it sounds like you're embroiled in in the plot of the film Looper, and yeah, you've yeah. come back and gone. I need to kill myself. Yeah, but right. so what? What am I supposed to do? Like, do I fuck myself or kill myself? I think you fuck yourself first, and, and then, then kill, kill yourself, yourself. Yeah. and then yeah. do it again. Because no. necrophilia is bad. <laughs> the fuck, marry, and kill of your own clone is a very interesting exercise. How many clones are you allowed to have of yourself? Buddy, yeah, well, in this scenario, I, I mean, sky's the limit. An army of sorts, I suppose. I'd yeah. end up getting really lazy because I would just send my clone out to do absolutely fucking everything like while now. I just stayed in bed. Yeah. <laughs> like now. I mean, would you like now? Would you just send your clone? Send my clone. Mm, no, no. I want to just come see you. <laughs> but then also That's what clone. your clone would say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do you know I'm not my clone? Like there's no reason to assume that our clones would be like, yeah, all right. You yeah, they might not agree. Go, I don't want to do that either. either. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you think They're probably I'm... just as lazy as the yeah. real life. It's like Aquaman can talk to fish. Why 
do fish care at all? They <laughs> talk to them. Go, go and do a thing. Go and kill that other superhero. No, I don't want to do that. Want... Just because you can talk to them doesn't mean they're going to do what he says. Also, I don't think true. that fish like have a lot to say. That's a good point. <laughs> I feel like... Sorry if that seems... I was being really sincere. So I was being sarcastic. Yeah, good. I, the, you know, where would a fish A big part of the question, I suppose, is if we all have one. Do we have one is an interesting question because, of course, if you see a doppelganger, mm-hmm. you're convinced that you have one, but the world is so big that you can't definitely say you haven't. Yeah. It's like, is God real? Right, there's a great analogy of proving if God is real. It's, it's the cockroach analogy. It's to prove there's cockroaches in your house, find a cockroach. To prove there's not, you have to turn everything inside out. And even then, it might be hiding on the other side mm-hmm. of the thing you turned inside out. So you can't really prove that you don't have doppelgangers because mm. the world's really big yeah. and time is long. And also, what constitutes a doppelganger? Just that they look like you? Or do they also have to have some of your personality? Mm, like, right. what, like, what's mm. the limitation of a doppelganger? How close is it to a true clone? Yeah. Right, okay. And like, how do twins view this? Because like twins, well, they're like, well, of course I've got a fucking doppelganger. <laughs> We're going to get so many letters in this podcast. <laughs> Cancelled by twins is a very unusual thing. Well, my, uh, some of my best friends are twins, so I'm just sort of thinking about them. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, they do. I was kind of obsessed with twins as well when I was younger. Yeah. I wanted to have a twin. Yeah. Was that because of The Shining? No. <laughs> I just thought it would be something weird and messed up. <laughs> I mean, it is me. So it's I, coming from you. Yeah, my best friend was a twin and it just seemed kind of cool. All right. I wanted to be one. Anyway, I don't know if we've answered this question. <laughs> well, the, our job, my heaven's job, is to make you feel sufficiently transplained too. Would you accept as an explanation that the world is really big and <laughs> time is age? Time's really long. Time is like ages long. I guess it depends, like... You know, with like quantum physics. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> We're in. We're in now. There's like so many different variations. But tell me what whatever. quantum physics is. Could quantum physics. So quantum <laughs> physics. Evan's just watched Ant Man and now she's really excited to have this conversation. <laughs> to use that, you have to. Have to I don't okay, fucking so know what quantum physics is. Quantum, and I know you okay, don't. Either. So what about like, if you think like a We're quantum software. <laughs> Okay, I'm thinking of like quantum <laughs> physics. Stop just saying quantum. Quantum. <laughs> it creates this software that allows you to find your doppelganger. So, no, no, no. So you don't know what quantum is. You know what quantum is. You don't either. I do because I work for a quantum computing software company. That was just because he wanted you to give him blowjobs. Right. Well, that was well, not true. I didn't all, give him blowjobs. Let's all take a breath. Let's all take a breath. Because a lot of information came out in the last 10 seconds. Heaven, you work for a quantum computing software. Buffy is convinced that you only work there because they all would like some fellatio. Is that what I heard? That's not okay, so the story is just take that breath. I was offered this job right, at a quantum computing software company so far, so good. by this man who also offered me another job. He said, like, you could also just give me deep throat every two weeks and then organise my escorts. And I was like... Okay, and he—that's a lot. (laughs) He said that I would basically have to organise the deep throat, and then every now and again, I would also have to get involved and do it. Um, I didn't choose that job, although looking back on it now, you know, (laughs) it's a lot of money. You should have chosen. I know, but you still work for the same quantum computing company. She did meet Stephen Hawking. Really, I did. Yeah, nice. Not much to say, if I'm honest. (laughs) No, No, I didn't mean it like that. I did not mean it like that. I mean, I don't have much to say on him because he didn't say that. Anyway, God rest his soul. He's dead check? now. So, so right. So you have a, a huge wealth of knowledge about quantum mechanics. Then I wouldn't say that, right, but okay. basically, yeah. my understanding is that it solves issues 
So you've either got, in terms of binary, you've either got a zero or a one. And quantum gives you the ability to be both a zero and one at the same time, sure, right? right? So it solves issues that otherwise would take computers thousands and thousands of years. But because of the fact of like the one and the zero thing, they're able to solve the problems very quickly. So I wonder if they would solve, it would help to solve the issue of do we have a doppelganger? Because it takes so many people, <laughs> so many genetic variations That's to go through to excellent. see like... So then eventually, if we use quantum physics, we could find out, do we have a doppelganger? It's right. probably quite, quite helpful. I <laughs> don't have a quantum computer here, but are you happy with the explanation that if we get you one, I laugh. we'll find so out? We can yeah. find your doppelganger yeah, eventually. Or we can create it. them. We can clone them. We can yeah. clone them. As long as you clone, I mean, yeah. I want the clone. If I'm yeah. honest, I don't give a fuck if another one exists <laughs> in the world. I just want cloning abilities so I can get more shit done. Yeah. Nice. That's like an it. excellent big question. <laughs> I enjoyed that very, very much. The things that I thought we'd talk about there. We're not spoken about in enough detail. <laughs> Just quickly get that stuff out of the way. We'll talk about the quantum mechanics. Not that not that unusual dalliance with that man, what you mentioned. Um, okay, let's move on now yes. to some fast-paced listener questions. Okay. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Time now for your listeners' questions, where I deal with matters that you want transplaining with the help of Buffy and Heaven. Elizabeth Mills, at what age does it become creepy to go to nightclubs? Oh, I never. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Really? Let's no. expand on that, because I, I agree, but I, I, I don't know why. I don't know. If I see like... I already feel creepy. Oh, no, no, no. If I see <laughs> like an ancient person in a nightclub, fucking great. You're having yeah. a good time. Have but, a good time. Yeah, have a good time. Well, you're having it... As long as you're not bothering people, yeah, you can go to a nightclub as long as you want. I feel upset when my boyfriend tells me he's going out clubbing because I'm like, you're 44. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> I'm 40. <laughs> what, you're saying in four years' time I can't <laughs> go to done. a nightclub? No more nightclubs for you. Wait, you say you want to go. I might. <laughs> no, you don't. I might. I think never. Never, ever is the answer. Says, I don't have the answers, by the yeah. way. This is actually, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, like, oh, says 44. Yeah. No, I say younger. Oh, what? I'm 31 now and yeah, my time was up last year. <laughs> I've only ever been to one. It was really nice, but it's like being inside a spaceship, and that was it's frightening. <laughs> it's just a bit too much. Like, what what, what um, happened? When did clothes shops turn into nightclubs and nightclubs turn into spaceships? Oh, that's is my question. True. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm trying to buy jeans. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the answers are never and thirty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Robin Farmer, which animal? <laughs> this is really cute. Which animal is the most promiscuous? <gasps> Dolphins. You had that in the barrel? What? What's going on with dolphins? Because my uncle once got touched up by a dolphin. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not which animal is most had, likely to touch up your uncle. It only has one eye as well. It's like a one-eyed, oh. like, <laughs> pervert. <laughs> That's so cute. He's winking the whole way. Yeah. Your uncle. Well, I think... I've heard bonobos are very sexual oh, and promiscuous no, and no, actually no. they have an Oedipus complex because uh, the mothers oh. fuck their sons. Um, I think they keep them oh. not violent. Um, and they're one of the least violent primates uh, in existence. Because they're because, getting pulled out. Yeah, well, they, they practice sex just for fun and in any sort of way with homosexual relationships, uh, oh. set hat 
heteronormative relationship. <laughs> Sorry, I misheard you and I thought you were talking about your hat. Yeah. In a hat. In a hat. They have six in a hat. I've gone to South Africa. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so bonobos. Are they the are ones us. with the cock noses? Oh, right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like they melted a bit. Those monkeys are like, is it, or maybe possibly, but anyway, they fuck a lot and they're pretty chill. So let's all be like bonobos, fuck them more and be chill. Let's all be a little bit more like those wonderful bonobos. Ralph Ayers, is it better to be a slow walker with long? <laughs> this is my favourite thing to do in the world: is read these questions. Is it better to be a slow walker with long legs or a fast walker with short legs? <laughs> Don't look at me. As <laughs> a woman with okay. short legs, how my do you feel legs about this? Are twenty-eight inches, all in all. Okay, because I don't know anything about numbers. I'm really bad with like numbers. Could you? How many bonobos is there? Like, what's, <laughs> not so what? even one. I mean, I've got <laughs> not even a bonobo. I don't actually friend. know how long like bonobos out. are. Look at my leg. Oh, it is. It's yeah. a little leg. It's, it's a, diddy, a very little diddy leg. Limb. And I would say I can be a fast walker. I mean, are you trying to conserve energy? Like, what's yeah, the, the what 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 con- constitutes better? Okay, so what I think is yeah. is if you've got long legs, you're probably quite tall. If you're tall, you're going to die sooner <laughs> than. <laughs> Well, you're going to die sooner oh, than a tall person. <laughs> I'm not a great Dane. Taller people and, yeah, and bigger dogs don't live as long as small people and small dogs. It also sounded so. like you meant die by your hand. You're like, <laughs> and if you're tall, you're going to die. <laughs> you've, you've had to go with my little bonobo legs. I'm so quantum physics, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, quantum physics says, Buffy, there's a world where you and I have tiny little legs and heaven's a, like an ostrich. She'd like that. I would like that. I'd like yeah. to give it a go, yeah. As long as I have a really, really small torso so that I'm not actually a really, really tall person. So yeah. I live like that, Oh, so you still live long? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You want to be like... I'm getting quite the picture in my head. You want to be disproportionately sized. So you're basically your size, but with really, really... But long really legs. long legs. Most of me is just leg. Like a yeah. carnival act. I mean, you're a bit like that. Most of you is just leg, true. to be fair. We're, I think we're the just same height sat down next to each other. And that's, yeah, <laughs> just legs and tits. That's basically been my whole career as... Which one? <laughs> it's like how kids draw cartoons. Of yeah. Kids, isn't it? It's just a head, some boobs, and a really long stick. And a really long stick. Legs. Yeah. Oh. I don't so, know if we answered his question, if I'm honest. <laughs> Ralph, which Sorry. one's better? Long legs which or short better? legs? I mean, I don't want to, this is not a diplomacy. This is not a democracy story in this room, but there are two of us in here with sort of long legs. That's true. Yeah, so I guess you guys. You lose. I lose. <laughs> yeah. I never want to put a guest in that position, but. I may lose, but I'm living longer than me. You are. You, you, but you guys both. are dying. <laughs> and you'll do a dance in our long legged graves. Right. Really long graves. Uh, Abby Murray, is pacifism always doomed to fail? What, what's happened there is Abby Murray has asked a very, very big question. That's quite a she big really one. did. Yeah. That's great. Uh... Love a big question. Is pacifism always doomed to fail? Pacifism, like. What, just not dealing with things? I mean, is or, that what it is? Or it's just non-violence, isn't non-violence. it? Non-violence, okay. Yeah, yeah let's, should we, we reckon? yeah, let's look at oh, the uh, actual definition maybe, I don't know. Oh no, I wasn't doing yeah, okay. that. <laughs> I, was, I was looking up because I asked some people on Facebook. Oh yeah. What's Sorry, Abby, I'm not oh, interested. Right. No, we, we are <laughs> yeah. going to ask you a question. Ask some people what they'd like to ask some um, strippers. I think and it's, it's always going to be met with violence, right? Pacifism will always be met with that. There's always, polarity always exists. Yeah. So I think that ultimately, like neither one of them is doomed, neither one of them is going to be a success. They're always going to exist together. And and need yeah. to by by the, I would agree okay. with that. And but also like like recessive eye genes, violent people will always win against passive people. If if it was just like a <laughs> like a hammer fight, if, <laughs> no, if, that's, just... if that's the way we did, dealt with our issues, pacifism's not gonna work. So is it doomed to be bred out, or is it? Do we genuinely think it's going to even out forever? Mm. I mean, I think that some things do deserve a violent response. Like if somebody's trying to kill you, you should not be a pacifist <laughs> in that situation. You should lean into your violence yeah 
But, you know, if you just like disagree with something, you could just, you know, do a sit-in. But it depends on the level of pacifism as well. I mean, like, because some people could say that like eating meat is violent, but I don't agree. I like meat. I'm not going to be vegan. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds very much about you. <laughs> Sorry. So I would say that I'm quite a non-violent person. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. I think if you violent. had the option to be violent, you would be a serial killer. Yeah. Just chopping but off people's But she just doesn't legs. want to get out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> Too much effort. Well, I suppose in the canon of this episode, we've established that bonobos are relatively chill from doing their sex and that. Yeah. So it's quite pacifist apart from... All the mum fucking, I guess it's like... <laughs> is that violence though? I no, mean, lovely, lovely thing to It's do. only violent <laughs> in, in society, but I don't think they really have a society that they don't care. dictates they don't care. that you can't fuck your son. So Which, so if, if anything, all for one, one for all, nice and yeah. chill. Okay, pacifism wins when you're a monkey. <laughs> when, you're a <laughs> when you're a bonobo. What I've got here is some Facebook questions because okay. I thought what I'd do is I'll ask people on Facebook because you must get asked a million questions all the time and of course the nature of your podcast is you yes. discuss what it's like to be behind the scenes as a stripper and someone in that industry and I didn't want to ask you the same questions so I thought I'd try and get people to ask clever questions yes. and what they all thought they'd be really clever and do is ask the exact same question. I was like, this is something you've always wanted to ask a stripper and everyone's asking, how do you strip paint off of a door? Well, I'll tell you, you use all your money and hire someone else to do it. There we go. That's, you shut you lot up. Um, You're a clone, perhaps. Pay your clone. Keep that money in the family. Sorry, do we have to pay our clones or are they your slaves? See, we've assumed a lot about our clones' submissiveness. I know. Like, I... And My clone's going to be like, there can only be one of us. And then try and chop me head off like in Highlander. Uh, okay. I know what I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I know who I am as a person. I'm not going to hide that. That's good. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's do another one because these would be quite fun. They're so, they think they're so clever. It's all about wood chip. Um, <laughs> oh, this is an unusual one. Sam Sexton on Facebook <clears throat> says, is it true they pump a smell into strip clubs to entice punters like they do in Subway? Uh, I mean, that is not an enticing smell. What like, smell would it even the be? The smell that I smell in my club is like not the okay. inside it's of some asshole. Yeah, like that's, really that's what, yeah. That, so that's a bad smell. I unless think, you like that. Smell. I think maybe in Vegas that would be something. I know they pump oxygen into casinos in in Vegas to yeah, keep but people you can awake. Still smoke and, inside in Vegas. Wow. Yeah, so everything just smells like cigarettes. And then when they ban smoking inside, everything just smells like beer farts. Now. Yeah. So right. uh, the answer is no. No, that's not true. Sam, it sounds to me like you might be into some very unusual smells if you think that we find them enticing um do the clubs have a backstage area for the strippers to work on their uni dissertations in between shows did either of you um go through your did you enter the industry while at university or is it absolutely not no uh do you get a lot of work done backstage i think is probably an easier question admin do you get your it really depends on where you're working so like for example i've worked at a club where the backstage was literally a two cubicle toilet one of the toilets didn't work and there was like just bags hanging up everywhere so there was nowhere to actually sit down and then we've got some places where it's like very plush and like you could actually sit down and finish your dissertation if you so wanted to to. but for Um, the most part you're there to make money so if you're 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 in the back room you're not making money yeah so we I mean we are big advocates to all of our fellow dancers to always say to them get the fuck out of the changing room Mm -hmm. because you're not going to make any money in there so Mm -hmm. that's what you're there for so unless it was a really quiet shift or something like that you just wouldn't sit in the back not doing anything i worked at the most middle class strip club in the world once and like literally every single girl a guy would walk in every single girl had their nose in a book oh. just reading a book and they had like book lights and oh. i've never really seen it before but then that is a, oh yeah yeah it's kind of a certain genre 
of person that isn't it like i fall in love like 10 times a day on the train when i see someone reading a book i imagine my whole life with that person so coming in and seeing loads of people dressed in the nice, like, oh, reading book, yeah. yeah which oh, one that's dealt with so much of the hard bit of that they're already looking all nice and, like, would new. you like choose them by their book title then would that be yeah, if only i could read yeah no definitely yeah i love a i love a book you yeah you you're a book you just have described yourself as a book person if you come in and you was reading a book i'd go to someone with a book for sure yeah what have a conversation are, about what that book. What book are you reading right now? Like, so I think, <laughs> I used to, when I was a teenager, think Richard Dawkins was a bit of a rock star and now I think he's a little bit of a better because it's all me. <laughs> but I'm, I'm reading, I'm reading um, the one of them ones about evolution. So I'm really into evolutionary oh. psychology and biology. Is it a Dawkins book or no? It's a Dawkins book. It is, though. Yeah. yeah. I've got it in my bookshelf, so no, I haven't read about, it. But... Yeah. <laughs> it's one of them books that you do, like, you can point to and go, yeah? yeah. It's over there. Reading that. <laughs> Heaven's a big self-help I do love a self-help. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love a self. I love to gain knowledge from a book. So I feel like I don't want to waste my time on like any fictional stuff. Same. And yeah, no stories. I'm, yeah. yeah, no stories. I'm all right with that. And also none of them really top my stories. Sorry. I've <laughs> 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 got too many good stories. I very much <laughs> encourage people to listen to the Strippers in the Attic podcast. I should continue to plug. I just listened to the opening of the last episode. Sounds like you had a right old good time at that. Oh, I shan't spoil the story, but a sexy, sexy party that you was hired to do. <laughs> that made me, I was giggling for 20 minutes. Right? It's so unusual to go to any situation. I've been in situations where there's an assumption I'm going to get nude because they've hired me to do that. But it's not contractually stipulated when that's going to happen. So then it's really awkward when people come up like, when are you going to get naked? I'm like, like, when I'm ready. Don't like, ruin the surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if it's a life painting class, it's quite weird if you walk yeah. in and refuse. But I was supposed to play nude piano at a show and it was at a dinner party. It was a very eyes wide shut type dinner party. And, and it was after the first course. And she was like, when are you going to get nude? I was like, well, if I just do it straight away, then it's, it's spoiled the yeah, surprise. You've got to go somewhere, right? Like, yeah. And also, it wasn't even 100% contractually obliged to do it. And uh, so anyway, your story. that Again, I don't want to spoil, but you had a nice time hosting a sex party that through which very little sex happened. Yeah. Except that which happened at your own hand. Yes. Not you not you involved. But... Not my actual hand. No. There was, I did not. You had sex anyone. with your hand. <laughs> I was not being paid enough. <laughs> um, so anyway, these, these your stories, um, they do top anything I've ever read in fiction. Um, in that vein, um, if you don't want to talk about it, please just let me know. But I think it might be nice. So recently, one of your very favourite strip clubs closed down. The Sunset Strip. The Sunset yeah. Strip. If we talk yeah. a little bit about the Sunset Strip, what are some of your favourite memories from the Sunset Strip? Now, can you tell, tell our listeners a little bit about the Sunset Strip and why it's so special? So Heaven's really the person to say this because yeah. I never worked there. Heaven, this was her home club. Yeah, it was okay. the first ever club that I worked in when I was 18. I literally rolled in one day and I was like, oh, it's an unusual way to enter a building. I just, <laughs> just sideways. But- yeah. Gone. That's how you went to building. <laughs> it's also if you've ever walked past it, it's on Dean Street in Soho, yeah. and uh, it's all open to the audience, open to the crowds on the streets. Yeah. Uh, so there's no actual like proper shut front door or anything like that. Um, so yeah, I rolled in there one day, uh, asked for a job, put my best H and M pants on, and uh, the most uncomfortable heels that I've ever had to do a dance in on, um, <laughs> and my bowler hat, and I did a step ball change, step kick, leap, whatever oh. on, onto the stage. Because I'm obviously a uh, theatre kid. <laughs> and that was my repertoire at the time. Uh, and I got the job, weirdly. 
probably shouldn't have, but <laughs> they gave me the job. And the first thing I did was call my mum and tell her. That's so and nice. She's like, oh, okay, cool. Just happy that you're um, doing something with your life that you enjoy. Yeah. Great. And yeah, so I went for it, worked there for five years and met some of my really good friends there. So it's a really great place to work. It's somewhere that you could be any race, any uh, sexuality, any whatever, like size, shape, um, and you can go and work there and earn a decent living and meet some great people. So it's really particularly sad. We actually went over there yeah, the other day to the closing party and it brought tears to our eyes. Yeah. I mean, it was really sad. I think it's just, you know, there's always this assumption that, you know, everybody wants to only see that sort of, uh, well, what's the expression? Young, white and tight um, that they use, <laughs> which is, you know, just like yeah. skinny white women who are young. And that's just yeah. not the case. And it was really beautiful walking into a place where you could see so much representation um, and all these women clearly are making money there. There mm -hmm. are people who come in and appreciate them. And, and loving what they're doing. And they're like, loving what they're doing. And there really is nowhere else that you can see that in London and that's gone now. And so the only way that you could maybe have that sort of representation or see somebody would be probably to hire an escort specifically in that look. But not everybody wants to do that either because that just might not be the sort of sex work they want to engage in. So to have like a club that exists that allows people to express themselves and their sexuality and their eroticism and allows people to appreciate that is really special. So mm. it's, I think, a travesty. It's closing down and being turned into some other rubbish nightclub that they're doing around Soho yeah. that sort of Soho's isn't really uh, the bohemian place it's that used to be. It's not the no, place it, it used to be. It, yeah. I loved like the seediness of Soho when I first yeah. turned up there age 18. I was like this is so cool and it just doesn't have that edge anymore unfortunately. It's weird that you'd think a place like that would be entirely sex positive but of course they're not all are they? They're just no, 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 no. business yeah. places. I would say that place was very sex positive, yeah. for mm -hmm. sure. Well, that's wonderful. Mm. Oh, well, I'm really pleased. Um, <laughs> every time I trail off, because I'm being all sincere, it just sounds like I'm being really sarcastic. But, Good for you. Oh, I'm so pleased for <laughs> you. That's nice. That's, that's nice. nice <laughs> it's really nice that you went there. Um, I think what a nice thing to do now would be to move on to our small question. Evan, have you got a small question for me and Buffy to answer? So, yeah. my small question is, is... <laughs> Should we live? <laughs> what? You've not got headphones on, so you don't know how loud that was. It was, really, was it really loud? No, not at all. Do it. Oh, no. No, please, I enjoyed, I enjoyed really it. It was really loud, really irritating. Not at all. My mum tells me all the it was, time. What it was, it was quite menacing. <laughs> it was not loud so much as it was menacing. Here's the thing. <laughs> go on. Yeah. <laughs> right, go on. Your question. So my small question is, is that still menacing? No, it's great. It's great. Okay. I'm making it more of a big deal than My you. small question is, is should we live our lives... By our horoscopes. And are you a believer? <laughs> I'm not sure if that made it onto the video or not, but it was really sweet to have a double point from heaven. And that's very are cool. you a believer? <laughs> I'm a believer. Um, let's find out first. Let's go in, in alphabetical order. Buffy, are you a believer? <sighs> yes, she fucking is. <laughs> we talk about horoscopes all the time. So the thing is, right, I'm kind of 50-50 on this because... There are lots of people in my life who are all born around the same time. So then you sort of go, well, what is that? And so I do just wonder if like that's the only way we've been able to make sense of it and that there is something that is scientifically better, but there just hasn't it hasn't been proven yet. So right. people have like cottoned onto that. So that's where I sort of go probably isn't to do with like the time of year that you were born specifically, but something else atmospheric might have happened around that. Right. That makes right. that the case that I tend to be quite attracted to quite full on fiery people. Or watery, submissive people like you. <laughs> like, watery you... and submissive? I'm not well, just no, like wet. wet. That's such a niche porn <laughs> <search>. <laughs> 
Watery. Watery. Water is a bit. No, I meant like a water sign. I am a water sign, yes. <laughs> That's what I meant. But you are wet sometimes. You just, yeah, sometimes. You know, just like covered in mud. Gushy. Gushy. <laughs> wet and gushy. Oh, God, what's the word? What's the, oh, the food? Moist. Moist. No, it's not the word that people like. What's the practice the, of um, the, sitting on cakes and things? Splashing. 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 I love yeah. the word splashing. Yeah. It's one of the most wonderfully onomatopoeic words. One of my watery splashy friends like oh. you. No, but you know, like, so I have like, I have people who are very much on your sort of side. I think you're more chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I have people who are insane like me. And mm-hmm. that, that's, I don't really go anywhere in between. Yes, um, you are. A very typical fiery Sagittarius. There we go. Yeah. So, but yeah. So I don't it's know. Like my mother and my sister. <laughs> she I'm can't surrounded by it. them. So Sagittarius fiery people. Yeah, my I, dog's yeah. a Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite sweet about that. Of course, is that the all the horoscopes are animals. So your dog is a goat. You're a my Capricorn. dog's a goat. How did you know that? I just do. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait. no it can't be because of. <laughs> Because you like so. Can we please isolate that and use that? That was a lovely little bit of theme music. Um, How would you have known that though? Because you, we didn't meet each other on my birthday, did we? No. No, you can't just know what I am. That's not how it works. Um, I'm the oracle. So, so um, so Sagittarius Buffy, heaven is a. Guess. No, because I don't. I don't. No, guess. Go Um, on. I mean, there's only like four water signs that it could be. Oh, not Pisces. Not that one. She's no. Not no, the obvious, but not the balancing one. No. no, not the balancing one. No, I'm just doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Shaking your I don't arms. know why. <laughs> you could like quite wild west with your guns. Um, she's rooting and tooting it up in here. Uh, are you the are you the wet one that's got the the jars? The jar wet. <laughs> you know Isn't jar wet. Isn't that a Libra? Jar wet. Isn't that a Libra? Libra? And yeah. that's not a water sign. I don't is know. it not? Because it's not no. got water in those jars. No. <laughs> Isn't that what it is? That's what she's carrying. So. I thought it's like a milk. I thought it was like okay, a milkmaid. So my my star sign is actually typically the most hated. So what's the worst star sign that you can think oh, of? Oh no, because now obviously I know what it is. And the it's horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's me. Is it Cancer? No, they're really nice. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a bad thing. No, they're really nice. <laughs> no, cancer is a disease you don't want, but a, but a star sign, sign you great. do want. Yeah. Ah, oh, I see. The I'm star learning. Star sign so that everyone much. hates. The star sign that everyone's like, oh no. I honestly don't. She's know. a Leo. No, but they are twats. <laughs> I can't say anything without getting it wrong, though, because I don't know. Um, Pisces. Scorpio. Scorpio. Why is yeah. that wet? Scorpio? I don't know. Scorpions don't actually live in water, so it doesn't really make sense. It does But then I don't think that that really See, correlates I mean. anyway. So, like, this no. is where yeah. some of the stuff is... If anything... It's not very sciencey. No, the, what I know about scorpions from fables is that they very traditionally ride on the backs of frogs to get across from things because ah, they don't like to get wet. Yeah, and then yeah, they sting yeah. them and they get wet. Yeah, they use them. Kill them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they use them. Kill them all. Um, right, so, um, uh, yes, I am a Capricorn. And really, I'm not going to dig into that any further yet, but it's weird that you knew that. So, so my dog is also, uh, so he's also right. a Capricorn. And uh, then we looked up his Chinese year because why not? It's really sweet that he's not and a dog. He's not a dog. No, no, no. He is uh, a monkey, year of the monkey. Okay. And one of the biggest things it said about him is that he's very business minded. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you... do you have to imagine a three kilo <laughs> tiny dog that looks like a fox? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's got a lot of business. I mean, he is like your assistant. So maybe he's like your business development yeah. assistant. Or he's quite business yeah. minded, you know. And so if that's not proof that this is really something you should live by, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's sweet that you think you can apply them to any anything with sort of a heartbeat. I'm your dog. Well. Yeah. yeah, you're the year of the dog. I'm the year of the dog, oh. so you know, and we're very we're very loyal. I think I'm okay. a goat. Are you a goat? Yeah, I, I can imagine so. you could eat anything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> eat my way through everything. Yeah. Um, 
It's no surprise. I took the Chinese one a lot more seriously than the regular one uh -huh. because oh, as a teenager, I found out that was a dragon, which is very Oh, cool. yeah. That is yeah. Cool. You're the only mythical creature. Yeah, that is so actually I, very Obviously, cool I took it seriously for a few years while, while when I found out that information. Only because of the dragon. Because of the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really okay. know what it means. Because, um, the Capricorn didn't do it for you. Nah, it's a goat, isn't it? The goat. <laughs> What's wrong with a goat? I'm a goat. Well, a dragon is well, sort of like a, a mythical ram? goat, really. I mean, it's yeah. got like the horns. They've got the horns. That's really fight. tenuous, but let's yeah. <laughs> So in a way, a dragon's going to be like a goat. Dragon's shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just words with things in them. Right. Um, so the question is, is the question, um, should we live by it? It sounds like you've both made your way through life quite happily by heaven following it and Buffy's half following it. Is that about right? 50% of your life following it? Yeah, I mean, I don't, but I don't live by it. No. So no. that I think I would lying. be more... That I don't live by <laughs> You've it. You've employed your dog on the basis of horoscope. <laughs> I don't live by I don't like wake up and like read my horoscope and be like, this yeah, is what true. I should I do I got today. into it. It's actually really detrimental to your mental health to get up every day and read your horoscope because I went through a phase of that and then I was like, oh no, this is just like OCD manifesting again. I've got to stop that. Yeah, no. So I'd, I'd, like, head. I would say that I in no way live by it. It's mm. just something that everyone's I'm like, huh, yeah, you're another one of those people that is exactly like all the types of people that I like, that this piece of paper says that I like those types of people. Mm. So It's weird to be told what you're like as a person by a newspaper in, in the morning. <laughs> like, I, I do remember reading it like, of, of course, I'd accidentally read the wrong one and go, oh, that's definitely that me. I suppose when you read Richard Dawkins as a kid, you become really intolerable, sort of a teenager that like takes the mick out of people for their horoscopes. And as I've gotten older, I've realised that make, it makes people very, very happy. And the fact that you knew as a Capricorn makes me think there's something to it, but I don't know why. Heaven, what's good about me and Buffy as people because of our because, because of, of our your star oh. signs? Okay, so I know you're a Capricorn, but I actually don't know much about Capricorns. <laughs> right, so, okay. well, I'll take not that. actually the Oracle. <laughs> right. I think they're quite um, calm and chill, and just they're not like yeah. Buffy, which is <laughs> the opposite. In fact, yeah, that's what I would say. You guys are kind of the antithesis of each other in wow. terms of star sign. So, a Sagittarius, very headstrong. Very much a leader, very much um, a control freak. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, no, in a great way, but also yeah, yeah. very I mean, super loyal, uh, will, you know, go to the ends of the earth for their friends and their family and people they care about, which is definitely you. I will murder people yes. if they do anything to people I love. Exactly. Um, and yeah, super fiery and you don't give a shit that, you know... Most maybe, people don't like me. <laughs> some, maybe some people don't like you. You just, yeah. I'm fine with that. I am an acquired taste. <laughs> Have you got a, a nemesis, would you say? Have you got like an arch nemesis in your life? There's, there's this woman that was really mean to my wife in a Lidl's car park that I think about more than any other person. <laughs> I'll probably never meet her again, but it's my arch nemesis. But you don't know her name? No, she, she looked like Tony Soprano's mum. So in my mind, <laughs> my arch nemesis is Tony Soprano's mum. Um, yeah, oh, Tony, the fucking Tony. She didn't swear, but like... I mean, I have people that I dislike, but my, my way of dealing with people that I dislike is that they just cease to exist. And if I saw them, I would look through them like they were completely fucking invisible. So oh, it's scary. I've true. seen it. I will, I will ghost you in person. Um, <laughs> And so I that's just would, cool. I don't want to oh, think about you. Yeah. So you're not living in my mind. One of my least uh, favorite qualities about myself is that if I sort of go over the edge of really being quite pissed off by somebody or something that I'm just not enjoying and I can't get out of that situation, I can't stop being a cunt. You can't fake <laughs> um, it. Yeah. And I, can't, I can't even like when everybody's like, come on, let's just have a good time. I'm like, I can't. I can't. Yeah. I just need to go and be alone. Where you can totally fake it. I can fake it all and day long. Yeah. It's much nicer to be around her when things aren't <laughs> it's going well. It's not good well. for your health, though, to fake it. Yeah. In, Most in chronic diseases. Maybe you'll die first. Yeah, I, yeah know. I know. Most chronic diseases <laughs> wait, wait, are wait, wait, women wait, wait, wait. in particular that um, are just very sort of 
they just agree to everything. They let things sort of like... Oh, right, so combine yeah. that with being especially tall and you've got no chance. Oh, so it's no almost chance, it's a good yeah. thing you don't agree with people, Buffy, because <laughs> you wouldn't be here today. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a great friend and not always brilliant to be around. If I like you, it's, it, it all goes well. By way of an answer to your question, because of course, Buffy, it's our job to give an answer to Evan's question. Oh, yes. Um, uh, should you live your life if it make, yes, if it makes you happy, of course. You seem quite happy and content with the way you do things. And also, so long as you respect other people's star signs, not knowing them is really difficult. You can't, it's hard to respect them when you don't know what they are. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what a Scorpio is. I, well, my experience of a Scorpio is you sitting there right now. That's all I know about yeah, Scorpio. And you're brilliant. Yeah. So there we go. To be fair, I don't actually know that much about like most of the star signs. So. You've really committed to I something. Just, that you yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really into Scorpios. Yeah. I'm, you know, I, I'm into myself. I'm into myself. <laughs> I thought we were just being really chill about star signs. We don't care. <laughs> no, I think I care that much. <laughs> I just couldn't work you out. And I was like, I'm not sure whether you are a believer or not like you were so like it could go either way yeah like, either way and I'd I was like, guessing oh, yeah. not because you're sciencey. I'd love it to be true just like I think God would be nice if there was one but yeah. um, I've yet to see any experience of it I'd love it if God was real I think about it all the time I don't know what it would be I think God is like a liquid or a gas I'd like oh yeah. a gas would make sense that's yeah. nicely our, what we're, our other we small question of. that we didn't ask but we're just going to put into the world just, just so you have question. it is does God have nipples <laughs> <laughs> Right. Why weren't we talking about this from the it very was beginning? A, yeah, Let me get my a, diagram out there. It me. was a strong contender, it but was. it didn't make the final cut. But actually, it might have been more I mean, appropriate. But as you say, God is gas. I'm like, well, gas can't have nipples. So. Not with that attitude. No. Yeah. <laughs> gas can be anything. Um, no, you're right. Does he have nipples? In pictures, yes. In real life, oh, that's mm. a big question. I'd love to get on one, though. Can you know God what I mean? have get on their nipples yeah, get on, on Instagram the nipples Sa- what's the word suckle the milk of life from God's teat and become like a sort of a, 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 what's, well, a messiah of sorts that'd be great I like it that's a great story <laughs> not really practical advice for anyone listening but it'd be nice I don't, I, I, so yes and you can suckle <laughs> from the teat of God's beautiful nipples beautiful and become nipples. a messiah so that's what you do if you come across them it's almost full circle because of course we always talk about clones depending on how they're cloned do clones have nipples because they wouldn't have had the, they wouldn't have belly buttons. Ah, they have nipples. Would, would they, they not? Nipples? Why not? Because they, they weren't ever. I'm mistaken. I was talking about belly buttons. <laughs> you can tell a lot about me that I confuse belly buttons with nipples. <laughs> I'm not the best person to be within a bedroom. Um, no, so they wouldn't have they oh, were... <laughs> because they weren't born, they weren't born. of an umbilical yeah. cord, right? Yeah. But if they're a clone, surely like everything nipples. has to be exactly the same as you. If it's a machine that clones things like a Xerox machine, like Dolly the sheep was a clone, but she, she's born. She didn't have a belly button. Wait, do sheep have belly buttons? Hang on a minute. Do sheep have belly buttons? This, this is a big question of the episode. Did Dolly the sheep have a belly button? Let's go. Oh, of course she did, but you wouldn't have seen it because it's all woolly in that. Underneath, she probably got it under there. Oh my God, my dog doesn't have a belly button. <laughs> I've just realised she's got like six nipples and no belly button. <laughs> I only just realised. Oh, well, I'm sorry about that. Your you dog look sounds really good. upset. Yeah. <laughs> just thinking about it. Um, I might jump in with... Uh, yeah, go on. I mean, <laughs> this is obviously resolved. <laughs> all of this detail is fine. Um, how about some more questions, strippery questions? Yeah, go on. Would that be we, all right? What's, actually, what's the most annoying question you get asked and I just won't ask that one? Because we also then inadvertently get to ask What does your boyfriend think? I was going to say What does your dad that? think? Yeah. Like, what a weird fucking question to ask. Yeah. I don't know. What does your dad think about you when you fuck your fucking whoever? Like, <laughs> let's talk about that. Like, yeah. What does your dad think when you do anal? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's not the question people ask you. That's no, your, yeah, but that's, that's why my rhetorical question yeah. back. 
That was the game I, was, I had invented on the train. I was like, what I'll do is I'll ask you to give me the answers to very common questions and I'll try and guess what the question was. That right, ask you. Okay. That's a good one. What does your dad think when you do... I was trying to do your accent then. And I, I, was, I wasn't brave enough to do an American accent. <laughs> what does your dad think when you do anal? Yeah, it was good. It wasn't. Don't lie to me. Don't <laughs> lie to me on my own podcast. Um, my dad don't care. Good. I mean, basically, is the answer. So that's the most annoying question is what your boyfriend Yeah, said. and my boyfriend and dad are both massive supporters, so it just, it actually literally makes no sense. I'm yeah. just like, Meh. Yeah, but it is a common question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And question. What's, the mo- what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you? Oh, okay, I'll just relive my trauma. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. It's such a common question. It's a very odd question that people yeah. like to ask sex workers mm-hmm. specifically. Or- how much do you make or how much do you make which is like things that you would never ask any person normally Mm -hmm. so it's like I think it's just the questions where you're just like that's just rude and weird Mm. there's perhaps a corollary if I may draw one and you tell me if this feels uh, like out of place but like when you're transgender your genitals are in people's minds Mm -hmm. already and I suppose when you're stripping your your body parts in genitals included are in people's minds so they're like well that's free free reign for conversation so it's a little bit like being a transgender person Mm, probably I mean I I like it yeah I like like it it. I think think probably anytime you're within a subculture of some sort or anything that's underground or things people don't have a lot of experience with so they don't Um, know how to socially work their way around questions in that sphere without just like upsetting you or offending you I don't get offended so no I'm just I, like, like fuck off yeah, like, yeah it's not an offense such it's a just, Scorpio it's <laughs> stupid <laughs> isn't she just <laughs> well how about I'll try and undo years and years of trauma by asking you the direct opposite what's the best thing that's ever happened to you in this job now that's a big question meeting heaven oh that's, that's exactly so what I was nice. immediately <laughs> straight away that is a yeah. wonderful way to cap this off and I believe you you can tell in each other's eyes when you say that no, but that is, that is the truth my dearest person We've certainly put together a wonderful uh, podcast for people to enjoy. I, again, I encourage people to listen to Strippers in the Attic because it's very warm, really sweet, very, very clever, very, very funny. Quite disgusting. And disgusting, yes. <laughs> There's a lot of, lot of that. But it's good. And you do talk about food quite a lot. I swear, if you put all of the food stuff together, cut it all out and put it into one episode, it'd be, yeah. be an episode. Pitch yeah. that to a completely yeah. different channel. Well, no, oh, we, we have, have a dream. Ideas, we yeah. have a dream that one day somebody <laughs> is going to pay us to go around and eat and go to strip clubs and that we would do a reality TV show oh, where we good. could just go food across America. Food in strip yeah. clubs. Food in strip Because there's thing. lots of different food yeah. in strip clubs, especially right. in America, so that we would just, you know, do that and then also eat at all the best spots that the strippers recommend us to the go best. to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's Sex our and dream. food. Sex and food. Sex and food, food. is also a great title for mm-hmm. the show. Like, yeah. give people what they want. Yeah. Um, Breakfast buffets, I imagine, in America, right? Is that the type of thing for all-day breakfast buffets or all-day buffets in we, strip clubs? Or? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, not, a, well, it's a real chicken wing. Like, sh- yeah. strip clubs seem to do chicken wings a lot. That's kind ah. of like their thing. I have known a sushi place, actually. Yeah, and there's like fine dining. It depends on what mm. kind of stripper club you're in. Mm. You know, so if it's like an underground style, then it's more buffet-esque. I wouldn't really recommend a buffet in a strip club, if I'm no. going to be honest. I think you should avoid. I'd recommend a Buffy in a strip club. Yeah. Am I right? High five. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I'm really sorry. I forgot how short your arms are. I'm really short arms. Thanks. like crawl. I think I pulled a muscle but, in my you know, She's going to live forever, that one. I just those arms and legs. For the listeners, I tried to high five with Heaven and I, over, I underestimated how far I'd have to lean. It's a big table. It was really enjoyable. It is a huge table. You're right. It's a huge, huge table. Watch your legs on the way out because she's going to chop them off. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. And what a lovely way to end. Of course, you would be the best thing 
about each other's lives. You're two wonderful, wonderful people. You're certainly one of the favorite things in my life. Oh, so. thank you very much. Right. We're we're huge supporters. We love. I know you've been really supportive and, and nice. Um, and we want we, to get you back on again as well. Yeah. I would love to yeah. do that. Thank yeah. you so much we, for having me. We love your success. You deserve every single bit of it. That's <laughs> nice. Let's all share in the success together, shall we? There's, there's only so much of it to go around. Or by Jove, it's ours. Um, so there you have it. Another exercise in transplaining. New episodes of the Strippers in the Attic podcast available weekly. Week. So we're just taking a little pause at the minute sure. and then we will be back soon. It is an absolutely brilliant listen. Um, if you have something you want to ask, email askjordan at off-script.co.uk or pop your question in the iTunes review section. Rate, review and subscribe to the Transplaining podcast as well and spread the word far and wide. Uh, Transplaining is an off-script production produced by Ben Backhouse and executive producer Louise Berry Buffy. Thank you so much for joining us. It's my pleasure to be here. <laughs> You're so sweet. Heaven, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Strippers in the attic, you've been an absolute delight. I've been Jordan Gray. This has been Transplaining. Podcast is over now. 